From Silicon Valley to Wall Street, the promise and perils of artificial intelligence are playing out on the world stage. But what will the next phase of AI adoption look like? Which companies from big tech to startups will dominate? And where do the risks and unintended consequences lie? I'm Emily Chang. Join me at Bloomberg Tech in San Francisco, May 9th, to answer many of the industry's burning questions. Alongside SNAP's Evan Spiegel, Xbox president Sarah Bond, OpenAI's Brad Lightcap, top researcher Dr. Fei-Fei Li of Stanford, and many more. More details and just a few tickets left at Bloomberg.com slash TechSF. Global business news 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app. And on your radio, this is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Charlie Pellet, the Dow, the S&P, NASDAQ, all advancing. This update brought to you by Mark Spanith, LLP, ranked among the top three forensic accounting firms in New York by the New York Law Journal for the sixth year in a row. Visit MarkSpanith.com. Now, let's head right over to the first word, Breaking news desk for today's afternoon call. Here he is, Bill Maloney. Good afternoon, Charlie. Main U.S. averages are climbing today with Dow currently up 117 points. S&P's gained 10 and NASDAQ is higher by 25. The small cap 600 gains 4 points and the U.S. 10 yield at 1.57%. 9 out of 10 S&P sectors are higher led by gains in energy, consumer discretionary and the industrials. Only utilities fell. Dow Transports jump 58 and as a biotech's rise 31, utilities fall a point and the VIX drops 2.7%. Dow leaders to the upside including Nike, Chevron and Merck, while Disney, Walmart and GE were little changed. It was a huge day for the retailers after Macy's soared as much as 19%. That's the most since 2008 while Kohl's jumped 17% after its earnings. After the bell tonight, look for earnings from Nordstrom and NVIDIA. Live from the First of Breaking News Desk, I'm Bill Maloney. Charlie? All right, we thank you very much, Bill Maloney. And to hear live breaking news over your Bloomberg-type squawk, S-Q-U-A-W-K on your terminal. I'm Charlie Pellet, and that's a Bloomberg Business Flash. You're listening to Taking Stock with Kathleen Hayes and Pim Fox on Bloomberg Radio. The United States is nearly $20 trillion in debt. Now, that number has almost doubled under President Barack Obama. Republican contender for the White House Donald Trump hasn't said anything about the debt that has swelled during Obama's administration. And uh, he's also said that it is time to borrow and borrow long term. Is for infrastructure projects such as uh, the military, as well as rebuilding airports and bridges. Jonathan Nicholson, our Capitol Hill budget reporter for Bloomberg BNA, a wholly owned subsidiary of Bloomberg, a leading source of legal, regulatory and business information for professionals, joins us now. Jonathan, tell us your thoughts on this idea of borrowing big and borrowing long term as espoused by the Republican contender, Donald Trump. Uh, well, it's. It's uh, there's kind of two things here at play. Um, uh, one of which is probably arguably more of a, of a Trumpian kind of thing, and the other of which actually has some bipartisan uh, support to it. Um, uh, on the bipartisan side, there actually is some thought uh, running from some economists that as long as long term uh, as long as long term rates are going to be low, um, why shouldn't the U.S. borrow 
um, to to make needed investments. Um, some some economists uh, have said that it's likely we're going to have uh, low rates for for a long time. Uh, so uh, why not go ahead and kind of fix the fix the hole in the roof while the fixing is cheap. Well, you know, um, Jonathan, this to me is a, is, is a very important question because the Obama administration several years ago in the financial crisis decided they, they felt it was necessary to have liquidity and issue a lot of uh, short-term debt, a lot of treasury bills. They really right. shifted the duration and wh- where the government is is selling its its bills and notes and bonds. But when you have 30-year paper at 2.5%, when you have 10-year paper at 1.5%, that would be like saying, gee, I'm not going to buy a house and take advantage of a very low mortgage rate. I think a lot of people have scratched their heads and said, why does the Treasury not look at this and change it? And, and that's that's what uh, that's what Trump and, and his advisor, David Malpass, yesterday on C-SPAN are talking about, um, is why not lock in those those, those low rates. Um, historically, that is kind of not the way the Treasury has approached debt management, um, even going back under both uh, uh, George W. Bush, uh, um, Rubin uh, in the Clinton administration, and, uh, and the Treasury secretaries under Obama. Uh, their thinking is that uh, you need to have their often phrase uh, thing is regular and predictable debt issuance. But as long as the markets know that there will always be some supply of Treasury debt and that it will change, but it will change in relatively predictable ways, um, that the, that will keep overall borrowing cost down um, by being regular and predictable rather than fearing, uh, rather than have market participants worry that uh, Treasury is trying to time the market by issuing more debt, you know, or longer term debt when rates are low and less when those conditions reverse. So that's sort of the thinking there. And it's been ingrained for, for quite a long time, actually. Does that thinking make sense? Um, I, I, there's probably someone who can do the math um, on that um, and say what the uh, premium is uh, that they're trying to avoid by, by not doing this. Um, I think that uh, it, it's not like they don't make any adjustments. As in my story uh, today, that uh, the, the, the weighted average maturity, uh, basically the uh, uh, the maturities of the debt of the debt weighted for how much is outstanding in each, you know, bills, bonds, and notes. Um, has increased over the last couple of years. Uh, it's up to about 70 months now, um, so a little bit more than about you know five years and 10 months. Um, whereas the uh, whereas the historical average for the last 30 or 40 years is like 59 months. So it has crept up a little bit, but is by no means you know anywhere anywhere near what what, what sounds like they're trying to talk about with the with the Trump uh, with the Trump people. Well, Jonathan, as part of our Bloomberg BNA team, I know you also follow taxes and the budget. Do you have any uh, even the thumbnail? figure or a or sense of report, reporting on this, how much difference it would make if suddenly the Treasury issued a lot more tenures and tenure and 30 years over time, how that would affect our estimate of the budget deficit, which is such an important issue for this country? Uh, no, no one that I know of has put pen to paper um, on that. Um, and, 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 and you do have to remember here that, that uh, given the short-term nature of bills, you know, we're still... You know, you still can get, uh, you know, bill, uh, uh, bill, the, the sellout rates, the, the stopout rates, as they're called, still are so relatively small now, especially with, you know, Brexit and every other kind of thing that puts a flight to quality to the, uh, to the market, that we're still able to sell uh, bills at such a small rate that the, you know, the savings versus, you know, the 1.5, you know, percent for 10 years, you know, it's, it's, 
I, I really would, wouldn't really hazard a guess at this point, to be honest with you. Well, that's because you, that's why you work for Bloomberg BNA, Jonathan. Because you don't <laughs> guess. You give us the real deal. <laughs> well, I, I don't do that good of math, though, unfortunately. <laughs> so, you know, that, that's the downside, I guess. Jonathan Nicholson, thank you so very much for joining us. This is an important and very interesting story. Uh, Bloomberg BNA, that's where he's Capitol Hill budget reporter. That's a wholly owned subsidiary of Bloomberg, and it's a leading source of legal, regulatory, and business information for professionals. Check it out on your Bloomberg. I'm Kathleen Hayes, along with Pim Fox. This is Taking Stock, and this is Bloomberg. Bloomberg Taking Stock is brought to you by CashPro, the cash management platform from Bank of America, Merrill Lynch. CashPro lets you stay on top of your working capital in real time. It's totally pro-business. That's the power of global connections. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code Radio20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival.